I actually fell for him. It, that, there. Martha's a romantic at heart. for the stuff during the, the podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I do it for you, Jeff. Hi, everybody. And welcome. What the fuck did <laughs> I just watch? Welcome to episode 35. This is 35. Which is number 67 on our list, which is Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? That's really loud. From 1966. <laughs> starring Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton, specifically. Also, George Segal and Sandy Dennis. Those are the only four people in the movie, minus the bartender. What the fuck did I just watch? We finished it, and I said to Jeff, all right, I need some chocolate and a hug, because this movie is the dementor of movies. So but I liked it. Oh, my God. Like, I never need to see it again, probably. But actually, I would like to watch it again and count how many drinks they all have. Yes. But we, other than that. That needs to be a drinking game. You drink with them. No. No, no, no. I will get to my summary in a minute when we get there. So, okay. Quick opinions. I liked it. I understand why it's on this list. I understand why when we get to awards, when you talk about it, I get it. But, oh my, but you can tell it was a play. You oh, totally can tell it was a play. The opening four lines is, like play filler mm-hmm. lines. It's like, well, we're not going to quite get to the plot yet. We're right. just going to say lines just to kind of get characters in the yep. moment. Oh my God. What, but how do you, what did you think? I fucking loved this okay, movie. Good. I really, really liked this movie in a weird yeah. way. But do you agree? Like I, you never need to see this no. again. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a stage play of it, but I don't need to see this movie again. I think a play would be really cool i this is the see, play fun trivia fact that i don't think is on my trivia list yeah it the play takes place in one room it all takes place in just like their, their living, living room. room yep i see and i, I can see that like, i almost feel like the movie did kind of expand upon a little bit just so it got out of it but most of the movie takes place in their house yeah. really but i oh uh yeah um yeah oh, also I heads up it. heads up to everyone on the podcast yes i am sick so I'm stuffy, so there will be lots of off-mic sniffing, and I'm sorry for that in advance. <laughs> but yes, we both liked it. It was... It It gets really intense. It does. Like, like a good intensity. Like, like gravity intensity. Yeah, like, and it, 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 it lulls. It, there's a couple there's lulls. There's lulls, yeah, but not good. like... It doesn't drag, no. but there's emotional lulls. Because it's a two-hour and ten-minute movie. Yeah. And it really... We were 40 minutes in. I went, we're only 40 (laughs) minutes into this movie? There's a lot of stuff that happens. And holy crap. Lots Um, of going, oh my God, what did they just say that? Oh, yeah. I jotted down down two things that they said for things I've learned from this film. Uh, So, yeah, okay. So, yeah, quick opinion. Yeah. Yeah, You need to watch this movie. Please watch this movie or go see the play because I'm pretty positive the play would be just as amazing. You're going to have to see it professionally, though. I don't think this is something they're doing at the local community college. This is not a community play. This is not a, like, high high school school play. play. Oh, no, 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 no. I have some fun facts about the movie itself having to do with maturity and stuff like that. A lot of swearing. There are a lot of swearing. But no... Not like, no F-bombs, but... Or S-bombs. No, she says son of a bitch a lot of times. Yeah. She says goddamn a lot. But no shit words. No shit, no No fuck fuck. words. I love I said F-word when my first thing I said was, fuck did I watch? What the fuck did I just watch? (laughs) Okay. I like to censor myself. That was the weirdest um, thing I've ever done. Let's go through our little our little nonsensical things. Not nonsensical things, but our okay. housekeeping. Housekeeping, go. 8.1 out of 10, no meta score. Um, the summary from IMDb. A bitter aging couple with the help of alcohol use a young couple to fuel anguish and emotional pain towards each other. My personal summary is, well, I'm never drinking again. <laughs> you said that like twice. Ever? Oh, God, you feel kind of drunk when you watch it, like, the way it's filmed and stuff, not to, like, jump ahead, but, like... It tries. It, it, they, they did a lot of camera work. I a lot forgot of to do chapstick before the movie, chapstick. or we tired talking. It's okay, I'll survive. Like, there's a, like, the way they shot it is definitely... That movie is not on this list. I know it's, it's not. a shitty movie. 
Shut up, it's good. I've seen it once. Stupid and ass I hate movie, it. and I still like it. Is Richard it. Gere in it? Yeah. Is that why you hate it? No, you I hate just... Pretty Woman. Did you hate I've Julia Roberts? I've never seen Pretty Woman. <gasps> and you call yourself a woman. I've seen it more times than you. Have. <laughs> Yay, guy parts. Yay, Sorry. I've grown up watching female movies. Jeff's not a. I am a what guy. What did I say on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you're not a guy. Wait, okay. Um, yes, this movie is starring Elizabeth Taylor, Richard Burton, George Segal, and Sandy Dennis. Directed by Mike Nichols, written by Ernest Lehman. The screenplay and the play stage plays by Edward Albee, so, who, to my knowledge, is still with us. I have friends who met him. So okay, so the Burkharts met him. Oh, really? In New York, like they went to like audition for him or something. Oh, that's they did cool. something with him. So the screenplay for the movie was written by the guy who wrote the play. Is that what you said? Sorry, what? The screenplay is written by the guy who wrote No. The Edward play? Lehman wrote the screenplay. Edward LB wrote the Oh, play. sorry. I thought you said the same guy did. No. Okay. False. I was going to say... Black Bear. Sometimes, sometimes they do that. Sometimes the guys who they wrote do. the play do come over to the movie. And it's, it's interesting for them to do that because I think like when that happens, then it's like, Oh, the playwrights let's expand upon this. Cause this is what I could do with a set or this was a, like a set, a single set. Yeah. Let's move Fun on. Fun fact. It. I went to IMDb to try and find Edward LB. That's not where you want to be go. there. No. <laughs> oh. Well, Hey, while you're looking for that, let me blow through my, uh, my awards. Uh, we didn't miss anything for yours, right? Didn't we not? Nope, that's no, you everything. did everything. Um, I'll do my rewards real quick. It's not. He is still alive. He's he... eighty-five years old. Damn. Should look up. I should see what else he did because man's um, got some intensity to him. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? Is the zoo story, the American Dream, the goat, or who is Sylvia? For some reason, I know that one. I don't know why. So, dude's got some weird obsession with animals. breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, really? The play. He wrote the Adapted play? from Truman Capote's novel. Um, I don't know. Poem. Nothing you would... So really, this done. is the one. Yeah, this is what everyone knows him for. Okay, okay. That's cool, though. He's won Pulitzers and stuff, though. I, well, I mean, if the play is, is anything similar to the way that this movie is, which I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it is... I can't imagine, because this is back in the 60s when they would have literally just taken the stage play, maybe tweaked a little I bit of the dialogue. I have a fun fact about that. And then just delivered the play. So, well, hey, let me move on to the awards, and then we'll get into your fun facts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Trying to be happy. It won a Tony for best play in 1963. The play did? Yeah. Duh, you just said for best play. Oh, the movie, Jeff? No. It was also selected for the 1963 Pulitzer Prize for Drama by that award's drama jury. However, the award's advisory board, the trustees of Columbia University, objected to the play's then-controversial use of profanity and sexual themes and overruled the award's advisory committee, awarding no Pulitzer Prize for Drama in 1963. Oh, screw that. Bunch of prudes! Total 60 uh, what's, people. Do your thing. We'll get into discussion. <laughs> Those <about are> words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It is, is it, uh, you just uh, do your thing. Okay. Do your thing, and then we All have right. to. We'll have things to talk about. So the awards: thirty-seven major award nominations, thirteen Oscar nominations. I'm pretty sure was that one of your trivia. Things? I had just have a fun fact about okay Oscar stuff. Um. So yeah, thirteen Oscar nominations. It was nominated, but no, 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 we'll do the wins. Okay. We'll do the wins first. It won for best actress in a leading role, okay. Elizabeth Taylor. Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Sandy Dennis. Uh, Best Cinematography, Black and White. Oh. Best Art Direction slash Set set Decoration, Black and White. And then Best Costume Design, Black Black and White. Black and White. That's interesting. Yeah. The movie is Black and White. Yeah, it is. It's not in color. And this was that era when... Mo, you know when things were were black and white and still epics color. were done in color right. and dramas and things like that were this done in black and white. Totally a movie that would have been. I don't think this movie would have gained anything for being in color. No, actually, I, I like think it I in like black and yeah, white. it's better in black and white. I like it in black and white. So that's just Dan. Oh, hi Dan. Okay. Hi Dan's Dan. texting me. No, uh, I think he's tweeting at you. Or is he texting you? He's texting. My hi, phone's Dan. vibrating. Um, but it's on. The, it's over there, so you can't hear it. It. The film was nominated, but did not win for best actor in a leading role, Richard, Richard Burton. Burton. Best actor in a supporting role, George Segal. Best director, best writing slash screenplay based on material from another medium, so the play. The best sound, best film editing, and then best music slash original score. It wasn't nominated for best picture? No, it was. Did it win? Oh, wait, no. Wait a minute. 
Did, did, I, did I miss best picture? Yeah, best picture was never mentioned. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. I'm for anyone who's interested in wearing a long multicolored stocking cap right now. Because it's November and the high today was like 30 degrees. And I'm really cold. She's really cold. No, I apologize. It wasn't nominated for best picture. I I saw best director and I... I did it win? No, it did not Who win. Who did it lose to? Uh, for you best normally picture, have this up. I do. I do okay. have that up. See, I was smart. Oh, good. I'm I now glad. open this... It sounds like I'm screwing around. No, I actually... No. It, uh, we're really prepared today. We are prepared today. Everything, for me, is written on paper. Listen. It's not on my iPad. No crazy iPad for you, technology. No, I'm not going to be on Tumblr while Jeff is talking, not paying attention, because sometimes that happens. <laughs> sometimes. I'm easily distracted. <laughs> it lost uh, Best Team Picture... Team shiny things. To, indeed. It lost Best Picture to A Man for All Seasons. I have never even heard of that. Uh, I know Andrew not. has because he's watched all of them, but it was not. It was in the same for Best Picture. It was up against The Man for All Seasons. It was against the original Elfie okay. with Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael. Caine. The Russians are coming. The, the Russians are coming. The size of a tangerine. <laughs> the sand pebbles. Isn't the Russians are coming? The Russians are coming. A comedy. Um, it's directed by Norman Jewson. Yes, it is. It's yeah, a comedy I think, war. I've never. I seen think that. I've seen it. I think Brad had it on VHS. Maybe what? What? It's got Carl Reiner, Alan yeah. Arkin, Jonathan. What? Why the hell have I not seen? This I'm movie? pretty sure I've seen it. I think I've seen the Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. I think I've heard. I've of also it. seen it's a mad, 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 mad world. The tagline is it's a plot to make the world die laughing. I have seen the Russians. Are, is show me the front of the. I think I've seen it. Maybe I, I don't know honestly, that. But, nope. I've seen. I've totally seen the Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. But not this cover. I have not. I Back love, up. I love the I love the graphics this stuff one, we're doing on this, this podcast. One. Oh, this one. <laughs> I've seen that cover. I've totally seen this movie. It's super awesome. I have. Anyway, not seen, so well, that's that's not the movie it lost to at the Academy <laughs> Awards. No, it looks like it lost a lot to the man. Uh, the man for all seasons. That that's that seems dumb. to be a common a common thread that it lost a lot of film. Like it lost that for, for best director. It lost that for best writing for best cinematography. It lost against that for obviously best picture. Uh, it lost that best costume design. Uh, actually, no, that it wasn't. That was for color. Sorry, not black and white. But yeah, it lost. It lost to a lot. Hmm. Uh, lots of that. Movie. Interesting. Um, it is not. Ow. Uh, that it, would hurt. It is not in the National Film Registry. Why? I don't know. Well, I mean... Uh, Toy Story's in the National Film Registry. Don't tell me it's not old enough. True. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's not old enough. I'm just wondering if the subject matter, is that, you think, maybe why it's not in maybe. the National Film Registry? Or maybe because it's a play and it can always be recreated. It's true. Maybe. And not, it's not like an original. That's something interesting. We should look at. Ooh, yeah! If it that's... has to be something original, right? Like, was Shawshank in the film registry? I don't think so, but I'm not sure. I mean, I have to look at my notes because I don't remember. Because if it's not, <laughs> then that would be that's an interesting thing that, like, in order to be in the National Film Registry, you have to be based upon something quote unquote original and not based upon an existing piece of work. Because I guess you could go along those same lines as saying, like, well, well, if, if the movie for Shawshank is in the National Film Registry, then what about the book or the short story that it's based on? Can't, you know, shouldn't that be in the same, like, same, I mean, obviously not the film registry, but isn't that, shouldn't that be along the same lines that, oh, well, why can't why can the movie adaptation, why can't the single adaptation be in, you know, be classified as we need to remember this forever, but not the book or not the original material okay. it's based on? Do you have information regarding Education the National type. Film? Okay. I'm dro- about to drop some knowledge. Do, 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 do. What is the National Film Registry? This is from their official website at www.loc.gov slash film slash faq.html. My God, that's a long IP. Sorry, URL. <laughs> what is the National Film Registry? It is a list of films deemed culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant that are earmarked for preservation by the Library of Congress. These films are not selected as the best American films of all time, but rather as works of enduring importance to American culture. They reflect who we are as a people and a nation. Who set up the National Film Registry and why? Congress passed a bill that prohibits any person from knowingly distributing or exhibiting to the public a film that has been materially altered or a black and white film that has been colorized and is included in the registry unless such films are labeled disclosing specific information. 
who selects the films on the registry. The Librarian of Congress makes the annual selections to the registry after reviewing hundreds of titles nominated by the public and conferring with the library film curators and the distinguished members of the National Film Preservation Board. Can the public participate? Absolutely. In fact, you are encouraged to submit your nominations each year. The deadline for this year was September 13th. So, folks at home listening, do not submit your films. Do many people nominate films through the registry? For the 2012 registry, we received 2,600 emails nominating nearly 3,200 discrete titles for a total of 22,500 public votes. Wow. Our website features nearly 3,500 titles not yet named to the registry here. There are doubtless hundreds, maybe even thousands more. Email additions to D-R-O-S-S at L-O-C.gov. So, okay, you made... The- but the Library of Congress does not own the films on the registry. It's just... It's the, it's a record of... So they're basically... It's basically a giant... Can I make this? Is this is this topical? A giant blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> is that topical? Blockbuster just closed the remaining parts of its stores. Um, so, I can't believe there were still blockbusters that were open. And people... They were still allowing people to rent videos the day they closed? What the hell are they going to do with the videos? You're going to have to... Are they going to have to stay open slash closed for another day to return everything. Yes. It's kind of weird. So, okay, but you made a good point. You you read off what they were saying about the fact that it has to be a film that is... Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf has been nominated. It's, it's been one of nominated. the films not yet named. So, but you made, they made the comment that it is a film that is significantly important to American history and, and our culture. And who we are as a culture. This film is... It's not that. It's not that. No. And it's not specific to America and our culture because no. technically this could happen anywhere in the world. Right. And does. And does. So that makes sense. Yes. And Shawshank, I looked up my notes, was not in the National Film Registry. I bet you it's in that list of things that have I've, been named. It's gotta be in that list. If, if not, I will nominate it next year. Everybody new rule, listening. New thing. <laughs> if a movie that's on this list that we loved is not in the registry, we will nominate we will it nominate next it. year. We're gonna have a lot of emails. Yes, we are. They're gonna hate us. <laughs> um, is it time for trivia? One quick thing. Yes. Uh, as I already told you, uh, the Elizabeth Taylor and Sandy Dennis were not able to accept their awards. They were not present to accept they their awards. They were not present. When you said that to me, earlier i thought you meant like they couldn't like they had to turn down their awards no no they were unable to be present to accept their awards and they were uh, accepted you know on the behalf mm-hmm. of somebody else because taylor they i tried finding why elizabeth taylor couldn't accept it she just there was no information she just wasn't there huh but then sandy dennis was in new york filming another movie nice. so but it was kind of weird that like this film has four actors gross it's really yeah. gross i'm sorry <laughs> basically four I'm actors Ill. and it's all four of them were nominated for basically best actor or best mm-hmm. supporting actor, and two of the four win, and those two can't be there to get to pick up right. their awards. It's just it kind of sucks for for them. I mean, I would I would just go up there and probably pass out on the award bench. Okay, so trivia. I will let you know when I finish trivia as well because sometimes I don't do that. All right, you do not, and then I sit here and I stare at you. Yep. Like, are you done? Robert Redford okay. turned down the role of Nick. Wow. That would have been, that's the, Seagal's that's the boy. character, okay. yep. Yep, yep. Yep, George Seagal's character. Um, early candidates for the role of Martha included Betty Davis, Ingrid Bergman, Rosalind Russell, and Patricia Neal. Early candidates for the role of George included James Mason, Cary Grant, Harry Henry Fonda, Arthur Hill, Jack Lemmon, and Peter O'Toole. Okay. Elizabeth Taylor gained nearly 30 pounds to play the role of a middle-aged wife just for this film. She still looked good. She did? Oh, I love my Elizabeth Taylor. During shooting, Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton used identical red bicycles lettered in gold to get around the huge Warner Brothers studio lot. I was trying to figure out where they were filming at. That's that's that has to be on the ranch. They must have been at the the street, which is which is the same uh, the same backlot neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Hi, sorry, skeekiness, because I've been there. Yeah, uh, that's the uh, that's the that's the ranch, which is actually about a mile down the road, uh, separate from the normal studio, which is where the actual house is. That's where the Friends Fountain is. That's nice. where the Lethal Weapon House, and that's where the Griswold House is. Stuff like that. It's on the same little. I think street. I'm gonna watch that when I get home tonight. Which one? Shut up. <laughs> Which one? The one I'm not supposed to be watching yet. You are not supposed to be watching. There's snow on the ground. It's before Thanksgiving. I know. Rules. But Comedy Central shows it all the time. Comedy Central doesn't know what time it is. Yes, they do. They're... They don't have calendars. Okay. <laughs> According to a 2005 interview with Edward Elby, the original writer of the play, the original writer of the play on which the film is based, okay. producer Ernest Lehman hired himself to write the screenplay for 25... 
$250,000. Also, mm. LB says that when director Mike Nichols and stars Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor read the script, they hated it so much that, unknown to layman, they changed all the dialogue back to LB's play, save two lines, hey, let's go to the roadhouse, and hey, let's come back from the roadhouse. Because they never leave to go anywhere. Okay. In the, mo- in the play. Okay. Right? LB said two lines for... Two lines for $250,000, a piece. That's pretty good. Okay, okay. Let me let me recap. So they hired a guy to write the screenplay. He hired himself. The producer hired himself, himself to, write to write the screenplay. Wrote, the director okay. and the two stars hated it so much, they changed all the dialogue back to the play except for those two lines Just so that moved a- them from one place to, to another the and, then and back, back again. again. Because otherwise, so the writer, no the guy the who wrote the screenplay, got paid $250,000 for, for two lines of dialogue. So he made $125,000 a line. I would be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there, there you go. That's why it sounds like a play is because they basically were yep. performing the play. Yep. I didn't tell you that on purpose because nice. I thought that would be a fun fact for you. To I enjoyed that Good. fact. This is the first movie to be given an MPAA tag, Motion Picture Association of America tag. No one under 18 will be admitted unless accompanied by his parent. His. Yep. No, no women were no allowed. No women are allowed. No women get out of the theater. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> we apologize to all women. <laughs> I'm the one who said get back in the kitchen. You said it. I didn't. This is the, I don't fourth, think that way. the fourth of 11 films that Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton starred in together. By the way, he got paid $1.8 million. <laughs> A he line? N- or no, total? total. So he got $900,000 alone. Totally would do that. Yep. So that's all you got to do. That was, was yawn number that one. That was number one. Very proud, by the way. We're on Sniffle 12, but we're on Law Yawn I'm sick. One. In her A&E, but actually, I got sick right after we did the podcast last week. It's remember I was here and I said that I said that yeah we I, said, we stopped at Walgreens before we recorded so I could get Nyquil and like you know vitamin C stuff. chewable stuff and then I was dead the next day. I couldn't even throw the blankets off myself. Like I just kind of like rolled out of my bed because I was so tired. We just it, just blame it on seeing Morgan Freeman die. It, oh, it was Morgan Freeman dying. Whenever anybody, whenever Morgan Freeman dies in a movie, people get sick. <laughs> in her A&E biography special, Elizabeth Taylor remarked that her performance as Martha remains her personal best. I, it's I, very well done performance. What about Cleopatra? She was hot in Cleopatra. That movie is four hours long. It is in my Netflix queue. <laughs> Maybe she just doesn't have time to remember Cleopatra. <laughs> Every credited member of the cast received an Academy Award nomination. Yeah. Yeah, because the bar because the only other two people, like you said, was the bartender and then was the waitress that came in. And oh bought their, yeah, that's what right. What I think was glasses of water. For all we know, they were just like you know crew members they on the. Were. Yeah. Academy. Oh. Number, number two. two. Wow, it's because we talked about it. Oh. Should have never. Talked it's also about it. late, and I slept badly last night. Um, Blaming on the sleep. Sleep is my hobby. You're weird. <laughs> Academy Award-winning cinematographer Harry Stradling Sr. was replaced. By Haskell Wexler, just after filming began, because he attempted to beautify Elizabeth Taylor. No, really? He was fired for trying to make her beautiful. To first beautify off, her. First off, I'm going to say this. Just going to go on a tie. If you haven't realized it, really kind of think Elizabeth Taylor is pretty attractive looking. Very beautiful, beautiful woman. I like her eyebrows. Gaining, yeah, we actually talked about that. And I agreed. She's got very nice eyebrows. Even gaining 30 pounds and them making her, attempting to make her look ugly, she's still beautiful. Yeah, she is not ugly. You cannot hide the beauty. She looks a lot like Stockard Channing did in Greece. Ah, yes. Yep. Totally can see that now. That's for a visual for everyone who hasn't seen it yet. Indeed. Um... Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. Or it's on Amazon Instant Video. Sorry, it's for, on Amazon Instant for, Video. For movie? For Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Okay. This movie is. Um, oh. What? Well, the bartender and the waitress? Yeah. yeah they're crew. Nice. Told you. Uh, the the waitress? Uh, hairstylist. Nice. Uh, this is the only film she ever appeared in. <laughs> but she did the hairstyling. She, did she even do it for this movie? She didn't even do it for this movie. <laughs> And that was her husband, was the bartender, nice. who is a gaffer. 
Nice. Camera and electrical guy. Nice. Who did work on this movie. Okay, good. <laughs> so basically, they pulled the, uh, they pulled the, one of the camera guys, or the camera crew, and then he just, they're like, well, just bring your wife in here, because yeah. they both work in Holly. Probably both worked at, at Warner Brothers. And That's funny. Yeah, okay, sorry. I just, I wanted to look that <laughs> up. So yeah, that's that's hilarious. The movie was one of a series of films, number three. Number three. Should In the nineteen sixties, beginning of with the pawnbroker, to successfully challenge the production code office. In addition to the compromise on language, WB Studio had Jack L. Warner undercut the code's uselessness or usefulness usefulness by arranging to have the film released with the for adults only. And required theaters to prohibit selling tickets to unaccompanied minors, which in effect unofficially created the restricted rating years before the Motion Picture Association of America abandoned the production code for a classification system, which was G, G, P, M, and X oh, yeah. in 1968. The MPAA insisted on the removal of the term screw you from the film, <laughs> where it was replaced with God damn you, but allowed the term screw and hump the hostess to remain in the film. Oh, MPAA, you guys don't fucking know what the hell you're doing, nope. do you? When the film was shown on network television for the first time, some local television affiliates affiliates bumped the broadcast from 9 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. because a film with such adult language had never been shown on network TV. That is true. And yet they, we, I'm pretty sure we watched The Hangover on TV, like my parents and I watched The Hangover on TV this... at like 7 o'clock oh, and then yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they still, I still noticed, at least the last time I watched a movie on television, they always, they still censor out, like, the god. Yeah. Out of goddamn. They'll leave damn on just fine. But you, And you can't say asshole, but you can say ass. You can say ass. So you always tend to, you always tend to hear them either say ass or yeah. hole. Like, you yeah. either hear one of those two, but, and, yeah. The NBA is in, is, like, the that whole study my that just came out. My favorite censoring ever is my dad's too. In Knocked Up. Okay. When they're at the restaurant and she tells him that she's pregnant, he goes, fuck off. <laughs> In the movie, he says, fuck off. Yeah. On the TV version, he goes, step off. Which is, is my dad's favorite thing in the whole world. How? Also in Forgetting oh Sarah Marshall, God. when they show it on TV, and Jason C. goes, I really want, I just need to fuck somebody. <laughs> they, I think he says hug. In the censored version? Or, like, touch some... I don't know. It's weird. The censoring choices are, A, weird. Maybe the iPad's better. (laughs) No, I just wanted the paper sound. (laughs) But, like, it's, it's one of those things where, like... I don't understand the censoring. The MPAA in general is just weird. There's there's that whole there's that whole article that's floating around right now. You know, kind of cementing this date and time, talking about how that they did a study. And there's more violence in PG-13 movies yes, than there are in R-rated. Yes, I saw that article as well. It, and it's it's true. The MPAA's got the most screwed up rating system. And I really feel what it was, was it was in this time, in the 60s, and this, this does come back to it, so I, there's a reason why we're talking about it. But I feel like in this time, in the 60s, they almost were forced into being, to creating this system. So that way, it, you know, we'll, just, we'll try to keep people from seeing the movies that shouldn't see the movies. And I don't think they actually thought about how the system was set up. So they're like, oh, we'll just assign letters to it. I know there's more behind it, but I feel like they didn't put as much thought into it as they should have. And as the years have went by, they've tried to like patch and kind of temp like, oh, we'll just do this instead. And we'll, we'll, we'll ship this around so this way it gets better. And it, it, it's so it's just this mess that they need to go back and go, okay, look, from here on out. This is the system. Right. It is this for this. It's okay this for because this. does it Spielberg and Lucas think that the film industry is going to implode on itself anyway oh, because yeah. it can't support it can't support how crazy it's gotten because that's the problem. It's we been paid built on twenty two dollars to see Thor on a Sunday afternoon. No, so yeah, it will. It'll implode upon itself. Give it time. It's yeah. so freaking expensive to go out, and they just keep trying to. They keep making more things expensive. Let's and talk they start about making you. Pay let's more. talk about things being expensive. Expensive. Costing seven point nice five million dollars, it was the most expensive black and white movie yet made in the U.S. How the hell was it seven point five million? I'm getting to it. I was trying to aid in Elizabeth your Taylor, Richard Burton, and Edward Elby's combined salaries and fees were not including percentages and you know back end two million three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to one million one hundred thousand for Taylor. So, okay. 
So a Elizabeth lot of Taylor was between 20, $2.3 million and $1.1 million. Okay? Okay. That was her salary. Wait, wait say that again. How much? How much? $2.35 and $1.1 million. Wait, it was between? Between those two. It so doesn't they, say They don't much. actually know how much she got paid yeah. for it? So, okay, so even on the high end, if you say that she did, in fact, get paid... 2.3. She got paid $17 million to do this movie. Which, by the way, but wait, is still pretty but high. But wait, but wait. Richard Burton's salary? Yeah. $750,000. Ouch. For those of you who don't know, as you already said that, yeah, right? Yeah, they were married. Husband. Yeah. Married, wife and husband for a handful of years. I, and I think the they 60s. were married twice. Yes, they got back together again a handful of years. After they got divorced, yep. they got married again. Yep. After he was already, or she was already married to somebody else. Yeah. I don't remember which. Actually, I think they both were married to somebody else. Still, still. Damn, that sucks. That 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 has to sting a little bit. But yeah. I mean, I guess between the two of them, which ones, whose name do you know more? Yeah. You know Elizabeth Taylor. Well, Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor lived longer. This is also true. She Richard lived Burton to, died in the 80s. And she lived and to 2011. Taylor, yeah, she died t- three years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. She lived to be old. She was 79, I think, when she died. She was only that old? Yeah. She was older than that. He was, and he was in his 50s. 50s, yeah. Like. Well, you, that would make sense. She died 20 years after he did. This is true. We could do math. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf became the first motion picture in Academy Awards and cinema history to be nominated for every Academy Award category in which it was eligible, including Best Adapted Screenplay, Director, and all, all the acting categories and Picture of the Year. Since yeah. Cimarron. That stupid movie we talked about last time where I thought it was about a horse and it's not about a horse. Because the animated one is about a horse. It's not about a horse. And I think I said it wrong, too, in the last one. My mom says when she listens to that, and now it's just endearing when I screw up the pronunciation of things. This is going to be a big, long count of... 18th of July, 1966. Police seized this film and arrested the manager of a local Nashville cinema for contravening a municipal order that banned films as this, such as this for contents of an obscene nature. So they're talking about... What people? What people having? Like the the, the people? Uh, just bleh. The people, <laughs> words. Words are hard. They're talking about the people what having sex. Like is that was that the obscene? But no one has sex in this movie. It's, it's implied. But I mean, maybe like the language being used was obscene, or maybe this just the general subject matter about a married couple who are fighting for two hours. Yeah. Oh, it's uncomfortable. Oh, it's so... uh, Should we also mention the fact that they invite these people over at 2 o'clock in the morning? There was a running thing. I kept trying to figure out what time it actually was. When the movie ends, the sun has come up. Yeah. It's like 6 o'clock in the morning. They were already out... Because they would have mentioned they that, were too. At a party. They were at the party, I think, at her dad's house. Yeah. I think they were talking about. So they were out until from 9 o'clock, because mm-hmm. that's what uh, Siegel's character was talking mm-hmm. about, until 2 a.m. They go home, invite these people out. Over, just over. Over to their house to drink and party. It had to have been at least three when they went to the, the, the restaurant or mm-hmm. the bar. Then it had to have been at least four by the time they got back. Because, well, yeah. you said at one point you caught a glimpse of someone's watch and it was 5.15. I thought it was 5.15. When, when when after Seagal comes back downstairs, he's putting his watch on. And yeah. it looks like it says a quarter after five. And it's... it's oh, I'm exhausted just talking about this. God, I'm, all I'm, night long. I'm awake at 5.15 because I went to bed at nine. Yeah. It's past my bedtime. Grandma. <laughs> college student. Old age college student. I'm older than you are. You're not in college. Nah. Still. Yeah. Okay. Still. By the and way, this movie was made for fifty-four million dollars nice. in today's money. That's a lot of money for a, a black lot of and white money. film. Look up how much Lone Ranger was made for. Okay. That's a good comparison of like the most expensive movie ever. Um, Edward Elby said he came up with the title when he saw the phrase written on a men's room wall in a New York tavern. And as of 2012, so last year, mm-hmm. this is the only film in which two pairs of married characters were competing for Oscars. Interesting. Well, up until last year? It says as of 2012. Well, as of 2012? So it's the only time that they... That's weird. In which two pairs of married characters are competing for Oscars. Okay. Not that the actors were married, but the, the, but characters, the characters are married. That two couples are competing for Oscars. So the Lone Ranger, just to put it in summary, the Lone Ranger, 
budgeted at an estimated $215 million. Can we quickly talk about what it grossed? No. $89 million. It was a flop. Less than half. Flop. I think we talk, We think we made fun of it on one of the podcasts. I'm pretty sure we did. Less than half. Guess what? There's not going to be another Lone Ranger. Nope. And, 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 and sorry, another quick tangent, folks. I'm sorry. But the fact that that uh, uh, the producer, Jerry Bruckheimer, and Disney have now parted ways, and it's nothing to do with Lone Ranger. Bull crap. Every article, they're like, oh, it has nothing to do with the Lone Ranger. Yeah, I'm seeing her going, Disney's like, really? Okay, we spent $200 million on this movie, and you couldn't even bring in half? Okay, we're done. You know it's Disney. Disney, yeah. Disney has enough properties in their belt right now that they don't need to waste time on that. Just putting it in perspective... The Avengers bust, uh, busted, budgeted at an estimated $220 million. So more than the Lone Ranger brought in $623 million. I'm sorry. Ride the tape back. Play it again. $220 million budgeted yep. brought in $623 million, not including worldwide gross. I'm pretty positive is this that's the, Is it the highest grossing movie of all time, or is Titanic still up there? Titanic, uh, based upon inflation, is still technically the highest. And they re-released it. That's so bullshit. Yeah, that also helps. <laughs> that also helps a lot, actually. Um, yeah, open, yeah, opening weekend for the Avengers was $200 million. It made, basically, its budget back in America in its opening weekend. What is this hair? So, this? I know, I... It, for those of you who don't know what Lindsay was pointing out, Lindsay was pointing out David Tennant's hair from the new Doctor Who episode that is coming out in less than two weeks. We are quite excited for that episode. Anyways, so back to Virginia Woolf. By the way, are you done with your trivia? Yeah, done okay. with my trivia. See, my paper's gone. <laughs> okay. See? That's the I'm way. I'm waving my arms and there's no paper sound. The magic of radio. Oh my gosh. We have to do a... We are doing a video one for the 50th episode. What is the 50th one? Lord of the Rings. <gasps> is it really? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Squee! <laughs> I purposely got the list up just to make sure, but yes, Squee! Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings is the episode 50. I didn't even have to watch that and I could do a podcast on it. I know, that one's going to be a while and I think we should do a video one for that Squee! one. Anyways, let me do my things I learned from this film because even we though... We need to wrap this up. We need to wrap it up. Even though for the last uh, good 45 minutes, I did hoodie. not... Okay. I, even though for the last 45 minutes I was not paying, or I was I didn't have my laptop, I still have six things I learned. Oh, good. So I tried trying to be kind of funny for this movie. No, okay, and there's a thing. We didn't talk about this much. But it's got its humorous moments. It does have its humors, and I, I made a note of that, that I just wanted to bring that up real quick mm -hmm. about. And that's, a lot of the humor comes from uh, Sandy Dennis, yes. which is the other wife yes. of the two couples. Who looks um, like a giant bunny. Big teeth. Big No teeth. offense. Just big, big teeth. Big teeth. Uh, so the things I learned from this big film. Dog. <laughs> big dog. Uh, things I learned from this film. Number one, even when they are trying to make Elizabeth Taylor old, worn, and pudgy, she's still beautiful. <laughs> Number two. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. I wouldn't. I also made that comment in the beginning when she's when she's straddling Richard Burton on the bed in you the beginning, did. and he's he's face down. I'm like, yeah, I would turn over for that. I'm sorry. Uh, number two, people said puke in the 1960s. I looked it up. Apparently, it originated sometime in the 1700s. Puke. Puke. The term. I'm a puke. puke. Uh, the term puke. Blech. 1737, a medicine which excites vomiting. Oh well, there you go. Um, actually, gosh, this has been a really educational it, episode it of the was, podcast. It was. Um, I, oh, I apologize. I apologize. It sixteen hundred. Oh, prob probably of uh, imitative origin. Um, first recorded in the Seven Age of Man speech in Shakespeare's As You Like It. So, so Shakespeare invented the word puke, puke. Was first recorded in a Shakespeare play. So Shakespeare invented the word puke. Everybody. Basically, basically, indeed. So I had to look it up because I thought that was interesting. Number three. Uh, interesting. George talks like he's Gollum. <laughs> he does. I don't remember. What, I don't remember time. the word that he was saying, but he was saying something like, 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 like we wants or it, something. or we loves it, or what the lo whatever love wants. Yeah, what whatever the love wants, and he was kind of, kind of felt a little Gollumish. So, number four. Wow, my screen just got small. Uh, okay, uh, number four. Do not go out and drink with Richard Burton at two a.m. in the morning. No. <laughs> number five. 
Okay, I'm going to move this one to number six real quick. Number five, the real number five, there are random bars open at 3 a.m. in the morning that the owners don't care about people walking in and randomly playing the Anvil Chorus on their jukebox. So yes, they went in to a a restaurant, bar, at least 3 a.m. in the morning, was perfectly fine. He picks a song on the jukebox, and it's that. It's the Anvil Chorus. Yep. What bar has that on 45, mind you? And then finally, what actually was number five and number six of things I learned from this film, angel boobs and monkey Monkey nipples. nipples. (laughs) Seriously, at one point in this movie, I looked at Jeff and went, wait, am I drunk? When they are in the The bar. bar. He calls her angel boobs. And then follows it up with whatever you want, monkey nipples. Nipples. Like, within a couple minutes. I, I, yes. What even is this movie? I don't know what you we, know we, what? We, we should talk. Let us talk now. That was all the things I learned. You know what? I'm not even going to spoil what happens in this movie for no, you guys. Go no. watch it. No, I You do. need to see this movie. We talked about our theory of the ending and then we looked it up. We to had to read the synopsis. It, just to like make the sure the full synopsis. Right, to make sure we were understanding number 4. Yep. Uh just to make sure we were understanding Leo, it's been what almost was that, going 45 on, minutes. What was going on in the movie? Specifically so we did not spoil it on this. I know it falls well outside of our it spoiler does, range. It does, but I don't want to spoil it. I I had never seen this movie. I have heard of this movie. What is this now? But I had never heard that is your shirt. No, but I, I have oh, heard. I folded it up like this. Oh, but I have I have never seen it, and Me neither. I really, I had never even really heard of it. Much. I really liked this movie. When you watch it, I feel like you're gonna be. You'll you're. I think you'll get. I think you'll be the same way as we are. I really think so because like it just. Drew me in. I wanted to keep watching, mm-hmm. but it was so awkward. It was uncomfortable. It's oh. so because it totally is. It is totally. If you've ever been with like like another couple, or if you've ever been out with people and they're arguing about something, and uh-huh. you're just kind of at number five, and you're just sitting there, I have to do it. I have it's to. Fine. People are gonna be mad, and you're just sitting there like quietly, like listening and trying to not get into it. That is how you feel. For the two hours this movie's playing. But don't tell people that because then they're not going to want to watch it. But it's so... No, it's like... In, what did I into, say? It's like, like you're a fly, a fly on the, on the wall. Because it's so... Like, it's... I felt awkward watching it. I feel awkward normally. So it's not a big stretch. But like... Um, it, uh, it... Awkward palm tree. Okay, I was trying to remember what it was. Uh, you're doing hand motions that people cannot see. <laughs> um, <laughs> stop doing it. They're not going to hear it if you do it closer, closer to, to the, the microphone. Mic. <laughs> Maybe they can see it. Use your mind. Close your eyes. It'll be just like Daredevil. Um, so you... but Meaning no one saw it? Oh! oh I liked that but movie. I liked so that. does Colin. He's Their got The cut so much better. Whatever. Continue. Um, but no, I think I... It's it's so, like... it's it, You feel awkward. You feel uncomfortable. But it just makes you want to keep watching it. It's the relationship version of Gravity. If anyone's seen Gravity. And the intensity about that <laughs> totally is. Uh-huh. Because the... Like... You just want to know what the hell's going to happen. happen. I seriously, I'm like, I'm halfway through the movie, and I'm, I'm no spoilers, nothing. This is just my comment, because again, I had not seen it. My comment halfway through the movie was like, okay, someone's going to die in this movie, because they just felt like that's the direction this film was going. Yeah. And it was, oh. Oh, wait it, till you get to the scene with the gun. Oh my goodness. And that's fairly early in the movie. Yeah. That's only not even a half hour. I know, and that's why I went, there's, we're only 40 minutes into this movie. <laughs> I recommend it. The fuck? I, I, yeah. That's me. Um, I highly recommend it. And the blonde was obviously the comic relief. Yes. But even when she makes those jokes. You can tell she's making them because she's uncomfortable. Yeah, and that she's trying to break the tension. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like, and I said this too, I'm like, I feel like if if you, when you watch it, you, and I did it, I, you kind of laugh at her joke. Because, but it's that nervous laugh. Uh-huh. You're like, <laughs> and then it kind of quiet. Like it was funny, but you don't want to laugh too loud because <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> Why'd you stop talking? That was number one. <laughs> New list. Um, you you should have started counting every time I say um. Okay. Okay. I you'd be up like fifty. I know. <laughs> so now I'm going to try very hard not to say. That, that word. word. <laughs> no, so that's all I got. 
I just, I've, you, yeah, you have just to. Just go watch, watch this movie. Go watch it. Go find it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. You it's, just all need to go watch it. It's, I was going to look to see real quick if it's on Netflix. You it's said it not, was, it's not on Netflix? I don't think so. Bouncing the table. Sorry. Now. But you said it was on Amazon Video It's on, on Amazon Prime. Or just, Amazon Instant. You just, just go find it somewhere. Go, go rent it. Go borrow it. I guess what stores close. Go find a video store that's still open and rent the movie. Because it's... It's, it's good. No, it is not. It is, uh, it's not available on Netflix. Sorry, folks. You can get it on Netflix DVD. So if you have it on Netflix DVD account, you can rent it that way. But it's a good movie. It really is. Yeah, I don't think I would ever want to watch it again. And that's not a bad thing. It's just, you're an elephant. Mm. <laughs> no, it's just that, it's just, it's good. It's good, but I don't want to watch it. So we're having. Oh, said this was that, new to the list, by the way. Oh yes, and because it, it was new this time, where it's at on the list before you get onto what our next movie is, because I know you already know what it is, because I already know what it is too. Where it's at on the list, do you think it should go higher? I think it needs to be higher. I do too. I really, I don't know how much higher. I would honestly, I think it needs to be above the top fifty. I think it needs to be higher than Annie Hall. This is lower than Annie Hall. Yep. Maybe he falls number 35. Woody Allen is just overrated. Uh, Anyways, yeah. oh, I'm going to get flack for that. I'm sorry, guys. But womp, womp. He's in the same boat as Stanley Kubrick, in my opinion. I'm, I just do not understand his mass appeal, but that's me. That's 2001 me. A Space Odyssey is higher than this. Oh, my God. It's 2001 minutes of sleeping. So, <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. Um, There you go. There's one. <laughs> I think it needs to be higher than 50. Me, too. It's so. not 50. Or it needs to be higher up, yeah, like above to, 50. I think it needs to be above I 50. I agree. Higher than at least... I don't want to say any... I don't, I don't she know She hadn't where, died but. yet when this list got made. Oh, She's it's still good. Alive. Oh, so I bet you... It moves. It sounds it moves bad. The next, it sounds bad, but... In 2017, it moves. The next one, it'll be, it'll be above 50. <laughs> What's our next movie, Jeff? Lindsay, what is our next movie? <laughs> it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> well, I guess I know what piece of music... You know, I was just going to say... I, I've, I've never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. You've never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? Have you seen any of the Indiana Jones? I own Last Crusade. Okay, in all That's fairness, my favorite. that is a very good movie. That's my favorite. And if there's one Indiana Jones movie We that only you have, have seen, them taped off of tape. Like, we have VHS copies if, if like there, that were taped from tapes. But other than that, we don't have them. If there's one Indiana Jones movie that you should see, it should be Last Crusade. Yeah. Because it's... That's such a great film. Sean Connery's in it. Temple of Doom is dark. <laughs> you read something funny. <laughs> uh, you posted... Oh, okay. For those of you who are maybe just joining... <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's... Um, for those of you who might be joining us, I'm going to do a little quick housekeeping here. Uh, for those of you who have not listened to the podcast or are just joining us on this podcast, please go to our website. You can go to our website, listen to these podcasts, and other amazing web... Uh, podcast, as well as view what Lindsay and I were just laughing at, which is this week's comic. Uh, we do weekly comics, actually two a week. Yep. Uh, Colin, our friend, your boyfriend, does weekly comics, great comics, and this week's comic this was brilliant. very funny. <laughs> Friggin' brilliant. That's just because I told him to make them larger, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and that they're going to be in so high depth. Um, so, I'm yes. going to share them on the page now. Yes, too. we will. Go to ghosthat.net. That's our homepage for it. It's in the process of being redesigned soon, which will make things a little easier to get around and clean, but you can still go to it right now. Also, find us on, if you haven't, for some reason, facebook.com slash topshelfafi. And then we can also get us on the iTunes to subscribe and leave comments and rate our podcasts because we have a good rating so far. People seem to enjoy our podcast. We have a lot of people on Facebook, which again, welcome, welcome to everybody who joined us. And hopefully you'll stick around more. And please, as we post it on Facebook, we'd like to talk. Oh, uh, Thomas. Yes. Thank you. We were reading your big long uh, uh, <laughs> post that you sent us yes. regarding westerns. That is exactly what we needed. What we needed. Um, we did. We did. We did read it. Don't worry. We did read it. We did. Uh, and it's just yeah. I read it while eating dinner. Yes, actually, she did. And uh, so, but we do. And and of course, uh, as always, thanks to everybody else who leaves comments and posts and talks to us. We enjoy it. So thanks, folks. We'll see you guys next week. Or and it's all uphill from here. Raiders of the Lost. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I was just gonna say. I know what my end music's gonna be for that episode.
It's gonna be the lounge song. I Temple sing. Of Doom. I sing uh, the theme from Raiders whenever I'm like awkwardly silent or have to do things. I don't know. That's yeah, the I do weirdest it, piece you, of music to sing. I do it all the time. You've heard me do it. I know. I just never realized it was when things were awkward. <laughs> Well, I guess good night, Radio Rahim. Good night, Radio Rahim. Good night, Radio Rahim. I have to do it close to the microphone. It's personal. It's like he and I got a bonding friendship. I should write him a letter. Okay, shut it down, Jeff. I'm Why? Done. Because it's been 51 minutes and you're rambling. I'm not. Well, yeah, I'm the one that's now rambling. You're the one singing the Raiders of the Lost Ark theme, which is just going to clash with the music from this movie. Oh, I'm stopping now. <laughs> Why you could sing the theme cry? from Tootsie. Do, 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 do. That's just Doogie Howser. But... Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Every week that piece. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Uh, Who's afraid of Virginia Wolf? Fuck, I am. I am. I am. That bitch be crazy. She cray cray. <laughs> <laughs>